0: Hey guys, welcome. Welcome to a very interesting episode 9 of Patriots vs. Globalists. Today we have a a great guest, uh, my buddy Tom. Tom's lived lived and worked in New York um, his entire life, so he sees firsthand how leftist policies can demoralize, weaken, and destroy a city. Um, We talk about a lot of different things here today. You know we're going to talk talk about marijuana we're going to talk about wrestling we're going to talk about patriotism we're going to talk about sports but the main the main underlying issue that we're going to focus on today is uh joe biden's disastrous handling of the russia and ukraine situation and why we now find ourselves in such a perilous spot so let's go brandon <laughs> um Now, without further ado, let's uh, give a warm welcome to my buddy, Tom. (laughs)
1: Hello, hello.
0: Hello, hello. Welcome, my friend.
1: Glad to be on.
0: Uh, I'm happy to have you. I know, you know, we we got the... uh, we got one of our guys, we got a certain victim, and we got another one of our buddies. So I think, you know, you wanted to be the third man. So, congratulations on uh, being the third guest. An honor. <laughs> I know you've liked a lot of the
1: content that we've put out so far. Oh it's yeah, been good stuff lately. It sucks what's happening with Ukraine and all that fucking shit.
0: Yeah, it it it's absolutely fucking awful. And you know the thing is, whether it be uh, Sleepy Joe um, being weak, whether it be the fact that the that they gave in to the far left global warming climate change hoax and made made other countries weak because of because of, of failed energy policies, whether it be that he's a doddering stupid old fuck. Yeah. You know, it it really is a, a disgusting and sad
1: situation and uh, I'd honestly rather be stuck with Obama for another 4 years than deal with this fucking demented fuck.
0: Well, you know, Obama was bad, but he, but he wasn't this bad. But no. I you know, we we could talk about something uh we could get to that, but I know you wanted to tell everybody about um your your flawless flawless predictions uh, the year of Brady the oh. year the year of Brady actually uh, actually uh, for you viewers it's a fake name but we're gonna call you Tom after the the, uh, the goat himself oh yeah I got the jersey
1: just on time too
0: oh beautiful beautiful so, th- so l- let me tell the viewers so this man we're in a fantasy football league and this man right here I mean he he never won he, he's never won a championship he's never been in a in a he's never been in a championship game but when it comes to making predictions he's been flawless whether it be he predicted years before jj watt going to going to the cardinals he predicted tom brady going to the bucks and he predicted he predicted brady um winning a super bowl
1: Uh just beautiful. I can't believe he did in one year. No no one could ever do that in a new team.
0: Oh, it's it it's true. It's true. I mean, you know, it's Brady is Brady's one of those figures where, you know, he's he's the epitome of American greatness. He's he's the epitome of what it means to be an America first athlete.
1: He is the goat, and now we're lost without him.
0: <laughs> it's true. I mean, you have, you know, you, you look at you look at people of, of the Tom Brady type. You know, Babe Ruth,
1: Jordan, definitely.
0: Yeah, that, that's who I was thinking of: Michael Jordan, Babe Ruth, Tom Brady, Tiger Woods. Those guys are. Those guys are the epitome of what it means to be an American, and those guys are the epitome of what it means to to lead forward. Now, a certain victim that we know both know very well brought I think brought be- up brought up a great idea. You know, for this episode, he he told me, you know, as a big wrestling fan, they're doing BLM BLM shit in in wrestling now.
1: In little ways, nothing as serious like we've seen in the beginning of the BLM era. So it's like a armband, basically. There's no, I can't say anything controversial, right? Now, but maybe if this conversation came up two, three months ago, there was some hot stuff. I don't remember names though.
0: Yeah, I mean, basically, from what I heard, what he was telling me is, is that like some of the black black wrestlers, people think the black wrestlers aren't taking hits and and, and are like win, winning by default just because they're black.
1: It's all about storytelling and how it goes, not about color. shouldn't Shouldn't be at least.
0: And has there been, been, um, would you say, as someone who loves wrestling, I mean, I I heard you guys are going to a a wrestling event sometime sometime, uh, in the next few weeks. Do you think that leftist policies have taken over the storytelling?
1: No, not in any way. Because this company, it gives to the people what you want, at least in your mind, what you want with the many possibilities in the wrestling world. This company, by at least a thousand percent, has given everything we wanted. We've seen the returns of great wrestlers in their, in wrestling, quote, their indies form. But their indie characters are better than what their characters were in the, their previous companies. Like, basically, WWE, their characters get crushed and ruined as soon as they get moved up into the main roster, which sucks. There's so many good talents. That WWE could have pushed earlier, but went the different direction for some odd reason.
0: Would you, because a lot of, a lot of my viewers, as you know, Tom, well, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of my viewers kind of switched watching the NFL, um, turned it off after the Kaepernick bullshit and protests. And would, would you say that AEW, um, would be would it be a good avenue for them who still people who american loving patriots who still love sports would you, would you say that AEW could be could be a good um pivot for them
1: oh a thousand percent no doubt if that if anyone thinks no then they have either a never watched it or b been to a live show i've watched it on tv when it started and i've been to two going on three soon live events and they've all been fantastic
0: well, that that's very fantastic, and you know, I've never really gotten into it myself, but I know that, but between our fr- people who we're friends with, and you you included, and you know, I know you guys talk so highly of it. So, I mean, guys, if you're if if you've been turned off by the the NBA, which I quit watching, and you've fit-
1: two seasons. Sorry to cut you off there.
0: No, no, no. Um. Go go, try out AEW. It's it's um it it's good, clean American fun.
1: Good storytelling all around. Obviously, like every company, you have your ups and your downs, improvements and all that, etc. But the show's pretty much spot on every week. Some weeks can be a dull week. Recently, honestly, yesterday when the show was on, it felt a little dull. Not, nothing with the roster, nothing wrong there. Just I guess bad card something rare you never see in wrestling and how how
0: how are they how,
1: is it is there
0: any woke bullshit would you say or, or or would you say it's all um would you say that it's non-biased
1: uh if, if we're thinking backstage, age 50 50 i would say but on camera, it's there's no there's no bias or anything like that. It's just pure entertainment. Well, and
0: that's you know that that's perfect because I know so many of my listeners have um you know, they they've stopped watching the NFL. Uh, I love football too much to stop, um, but a lot a lot of people kind of don't feel the same way, and I, and me included, I, I quit watching the NBA. So you know if you, if there's just entertainment no woke bullshit I'm, I'm sure some viewers would um would, would love that and cuz I, I know nothing you're the expert here man i mean listen this is this is my show and you know if you want to talk about trump's achievements and you want to talk about the deep state well, and, we- you, Q stuff I'm your guy but when it comes to when it comes to aew you my friend you're you you're like the uh,
1: the philosopher of the group <laughs> the two two victims in our league you know them personally of course of course of course yeah you know
0: it, it's very cool and I know another thing you want to talk about is you know the um, kind of you want to talk about those two shootings that happened.
1: Uh, in a, working in the city-wise, it sucks seeing it. And then when you have to work on the day of the funeral, it's even worse because the traffic is directed in one certain direction and you're just stuck there for t- probably 20 to 30 blocks. In my case, 25 because the funeral is on Cathedral in 53rd, which is also near a library I have to deliver to sometimes but so well, you you wanted to, so you know some of the viewers aren't going to understand you want
0: to tell tell the viewers kind of like oh job details and all well not just job details but you're in New York City you're in New York City and you want to tell them about what the, what you do
1: I am a road crew custodian for NYPL that is New York Public Library for those who wouldn't get the short term but yeah I work there. I just clean branches that have no custodians. And then after that, I'm just delivering or picking up stuff branch by branch.
0: Branch by branch. Well, you know, that it seems like an interesting job. But, you know, living in New York, I
1: I mean, you know, you know, I left years living in lefty York is like living in communist Russia half the time. I get headaches on a day. (laughs) But, you know, this this
0: how Compared to when you were a kid, because you're a little bit older than me, so you you've seen it for um, some years. But ha- how, since like leftism kind of took over, how would you say that um, it's negatively affected your life?
1: Honestly, that- twenty five years of living in New York, the shift kind of happened in the end of twenty fourteen or, or sixteen. I feel. With the state of New York kinda of shifted in going against everything that helped kind of support it or balance it, maybe some would say. Especially with the cops. Cops used to be loved. Now they shit on for nothing now.
0: It, it it's really disgusting. I moved I left New York in January of twenty eighteen and and ever since the, the George Soros backed back prosecutors and you know this transgender bullshit craze and funding the police. It's 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 really made it a so much more unsafe place to live. And you know, even when I come and visit, it's it 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 really is sad. Um, you know, between these vaccine mandates and um, the mask mandates, which aren't based on science, and you know.
1: They're They're based on someone just making up rules on a piece of paper.
0: A thousand percent. You know, what I've always said about these vaccines are um, at best, they'll provide minimal benefit. At worst, you've 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 taken poison. Yeah. And, you know. The, the thing about it is this is, you know, if, if you have the vaccine, you should have you should be protected. So it's just based on it's just based on author authoritative measures, not based on science. And, you know, the saddest thing for me, and we spoke about this with our other friend in, in, in the last. Um,
1: last in,
0: in the last episode that, that I had a guest is it's just, you know, the years of New York being the place of the place, the cream of the, you know, mm-hmm. it's over. It, it really is. It's, it, it's, it's full of illegals. It's full of, it's it, it, it's full of black criminals and it's truly been disgusting. And I miss the New York of me being a child of, of, of of the early two thousands because yeah. the early to- New York in the early two thousands was, fantastic i used to go to the the city with my grandparents with my dad um and that was that was when rudy giuliani was around and he kept the city safe and being there you know everything was everything was safe everything was clean there were a lot there was a lot less of a homeless problem and it, it, it was, I, I have good memories. I have a memory of um, going to, as a really little kid, um, going to the uh, Toys R Us in the city and, and going to the city for birthday parties and going to the city with my dad for work. And it was just, it just it's just totally different yeah. From, yeah. From, from what it is now. And it makes me sad. It really does make me sad. And, you know, it's for me, I've always I've always thought that you have a very unique perspective on on certain things because, you know, you 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 never left. You stayed there for
1: pretty much all your life. Don't see how I could leave. Hopefully change would come in the future. But that's that's probably a long hope in that case. Yeah, you know. Another thing you wanted to
0: tell me, talk about is your, your famous stoners perspective,
1: (laughs) which perspective was it? I've had many, we both know this. (laughs) Yes, of course. Um,
0: We could talk about, you know, because for, for, for a lot of people, for a lot of people, um, they, a lot of people on the right aren't very familiar with marijuana. Mm -hmm. And I mean listen, I I hear you taking a big fat rip right now. <laughs> you know
1: it. they um, kill me, so why the fuck should I not enjoy myself No, of course. Um do you wanna talk about like how how you
0: feel like marijuana's kind of kinda benefited you?
1: Because Good. In a sense, finally be able to getting sleep because normally before marijuana, I'd go to bed around twelve or one, and that was before getting a serious job.
0: You know, the, the interesting thing is, Tom, is that a lot of people in our court they they're either against it or they're kind of indifferent to it. So what I what I would like to do here, and I think, you know, this is one of your specialties. I mean, you're you you probably smoke more weed than anybody I know. But do you want to kind of go into a uh, just talk about the benefits of how marijuana has positively benefited you?
1: Well, my back pain goes away now. Most of the time when I'm on the marijuanas, <laughs> usually your your back pain, you said. Yeah, it's because, you know, being fat and a little downfall there, but everyone's different. That's what I believe. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, it's, to me, there's a, we'd pretty like every two days when I was a lot younger, when I was. I,
1: I used to get it free, but I cut that connection off for good reasons.
0: Do I know the person that used to get it free from? Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, you know, we don't have to talk about that on the show. But you know, how else would you say that it it kind of it kind of benefited you? I, I know you said for your 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 back pain. I know you said for sleep.
1: Uh, uh, d- different ways of thinking and seeing things, world based or opinion based, and you know my own opinion based because everyone's different.
0: And. Would you say that it relaxes you too?
1: Yes, yes, definitely. Freaking Ukraine's at war, that I need that to relax 100%. Yeah, you know, for, for a lot of people,
0: um, especially on the right, as we are, and, and as my audience is as well, you know, it, it's it, marijuana has kind of just become like a whatever thing,
1: but it's definitely, well, it's, definitely it's just like plain casual now it's not like the fun illegal times you could do sneaking it with your friends and whatnot, like back then. Well, it, it's not even that, you
0: know, it's something that has a lot of medical benefits. I don't do it personally anymore because it made me sick. Cause I, I have stomach disease, but you know, for all you guys out there living in a legal state, um, you know, it, I feel like it could be worth a try. I feel like it could be, you know, it, I feel like it could be something that could be beneficial to a lot of people. Instead of se- psychotropic medication, something natural, something something safe. You know, there, there's never no one's ever overdosed from weed. Nobody's ever died from weed. Um It's it's pretty safe, and un- unlike the vaccines, as you as you could attest to right now.
1: <laughs> it, <laughs> It's both safe and effective. <laughs> I got with My vaccine shot, the first shot, I think I was in Moderna, that one. The first shot, and then you feel a little pain in your arm, but then the pain didn't end. It followed through the next day. It was still in my arm where I could barely lift it and all that fucking shit. It hurt so much when I was on break that I somehow passed out from the pain in my arm because uh, someone from the library staff got me and said that my supervisor was calling me. So I must have called my phone while the pain knocked me out from the freaking job. So you were unconscious from the vaccines. But yeah, basically, this shit knocked me out. Jesus, Jesus. Christ! Do you regret it? Uh in a sense I'm only doing it for traveling purposes for a wedding, but that's about it. I could care less about this fucking poison.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I, I know people who have gotten so super sick because of it. I know I you know, you hear about heart attacks, you hear about um lack of fertility, you hear about um you hear about brain damage, you you hear about lung damage you hear you you hear about um clotting myocarditis mm. heart issues um strokes blindness i mean the list goes on and on and and my belief is that sooner or later more of the more of these things are going to come out and you know being in new york as you are i'm i'm, I'm sure it's tougher to really do anything without the vaccine without their tyr- tyrannical
1: vaccine management. Are you kidding me? Technically, when I got the vaccine for a different reason, my job made it mandatory for that damn thing. So, yet again, fucking lucky me because that's what I am half the time in life. No. Necessary or unnecessary.
0: For sure. For sure. I mean, you know, right now, I'm sure that, you know, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a marijuana smoker, but uh, you know, you know, I love my Maker's Mark, and after, oh, yes. you, uh, know, you know, that's my si- signature drink, and I, I know that after, you know, Biden's mishandling of Ukraine, um, a- allowing the Nord Stream two pipeline to go through, appear appearing weak on foreign policy. Hearing weak on pretty much everything that he's ever done um, on the world's world stage, um, whether it, whether it be um, uh, putting weak sanctions, whether it be um, you going into this whole like as I said before, this whole renewable energy garbage that's fuck I can't speak. It's crippling the, the world's energy into some weird
1: woke... Since when does you reusable energy make sense? It's like saying, oh, you can recycle dirt into <laughs> gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. Now, come on. <laughs> Stick your head out of your own fucking ass. Jeez. Jesus. To be honest, it's... all this climate change stuff is is, is near a hoax. And, and you know, the, the funny thing is, is that when you have these electric cars, where do you think where do you think the power is coming from?
1: My ass, just kidding. Some dumb outlet somewhere in the fucking house. <laughs> no, well yeah. Oh, it's a rechargeable car. That sounds interesting. Fuck off technology. You're ruining it right now.
0: Well, you know, it's um no, they, they usually come from uh, coal plants and gasoline plants, and they come from a power grid that can't handle this electric car. And the batteries for these cars are being mined mined in China, so that's that's less energy independence for us.
1: Oh, so and, it's like a fake double A battery? Sick.
0: <laughs> no, it, it, it's you know what you actually you actually. Uh, Came to that perfectly. It sort of sure is a fake AA battery, but it's mm-hmm. it's um, they they mine lithium, they mine cobalt, um, and honestly, based on the studies and, and research that I've done, um, that's probably worse for the environment than any than any coal, any gas. It, it, it's just virtue virtue signaling bullshit, um, crippling out our energy independence, making it, making us, making us rely on Arab countries, make pushing Germany's ger- Germany's uh, going into, going into, going into the uh, renewable energy crap and not using nuclear, nuclear energy is so fucking great. I mean, it, there's no emissions, it could last forever. If you want to, if you want to change the climate, climate scenario, and the climate situation, what little of it actually is real, you go nuclear. But no, they'll never do that because they're a bunch of fucking idiots.
1: Well, what else is new? You know, it's
0: you know, it, it, it's a tough time right now because a lot of people are afraid of what, what's going to happen next, and under President Trump.
1: It's a mental struggle. If we're if somehow this country gets involved, I would rather be in jail than help support this guy in his dumb war. Well,
0: you know, I agree with you because it's uh, under President Trump. This never would have happened.
1: Um, I don't think this freaking conversation, this podcast, and anything would have happened if we were under Trump. No offense, podcast is great. <laughs> well, you know. I always I loved him, man. I love him now.
0: <laughs> but you know, this, this episode though, for sure wouldn't happen. It would be a happy episode. to talk about how my how how the stock market is fucking exploding.
1: Yeah, how my fantasy value should have been great, but the five ACL tears don't cover a season, you know. <laughs> well, you know.
0: Yeah, I, for those who for the for the small minority of you guys that play fantasy football, you want to you want to tell you want to tell the show about your team this year because you're because me and and another one of the guests of the podcast we, we're the commissioners of the league and and Tom here is one of one of the greatest founding members
1: and um, like a third party only the good kind of third party that you would actually love.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean. <laughs> You want to tell them about who was on your team this year?
1: I had it all in greatness. I had it from Derrick Henry to Cooper Cup to my quarterback and Tom Brady. Oh, God, how a season can fall apart when, one, your running back, who was the rushing leader, got the dumbest, not even dumbest, (laughs) the worst type of foot injury in the history of football that I've ever seen. And they didn't even win the fucking Super Bowl. They went one or two weeks with the Henry returning, and that was it. Oh, it it was a very uh, it was a very weird injury for
0: sure. It uh, was it was. Um... I've never really seen anything like that. You know, he didn't tear anything. It was just kind of like a weird injury on his foot.
1: And I didn't even. I, I wish I could have seen the game to just see how it looked. Then I would be like, "Oh, I'm fucked already." As it is, then I'd be more upset ahead of time. No, I had to get the fucking news at the end of the day with this. Guy. I think. I think uh,
0: I was one of the ones who uh, sent you the news.
1: I think so. You were the other victim. <laughs>
0: You know, the, the funny thing is, is that watching it, watching it live, it didn't even look bad. It looked, looked kind of like he stubbed his toe, literally.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, oh, my toe hurts. Let me sit out for a bit. No, I'm going to just sit out the rest of the fucking regular season. Oh, the pain. You know, but. Was was looking like a championship winner to fucking. No, you, 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 you were a, a scary, scary son of a You, you were a God.
0: scary son of a bitch, my friend. You um, really were. We, n- nobody wanted to play you, you I beat you.
1: both commissioners I was getting 40 plus from the GOAT himself Cooper Cup oh, and I had the real GOAT in, on that team Tom Brady just to back me up with 60s or not even 60s that was one week and that was a good week just yeah. the 40s and 50s like god how can you say no to this guy
0: you th- there was one week I think we were all together that week and you 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 still to this day you may I not have that. won any title, but you do hold some records
1: and... I, I, the this year I believe I had the most points in a week and I still held that title and I was close to losing it in the championship well you know what let me ta- let me take a look my
0: friend let me take a look. Yeah, we play with some pretty cool rules. So I wanna see if let's let's take a look if you if you still hold it. I,
1: I, believe, you... I believe I believe that record in week two because I versed uh forgot. I know who I first uh
0: one of those guys. Yes. So the game I lost, the guy put up three thirty in the second round. Round two. Yep. yep, my friend, you still do hold that
1: record. Hell yeah, I do. As much as, much as it's just a minor record, it is a record in itself. Oh, you know, you you're a record holder, man. No, no one could
0: ever, could, nobody could ever take away from Joe Biden being retarded or Trump
1: being the greatest president of our lifetimes or or two MVPs technically back to back. I drafted Lamar in my first. And now two years – oh, wait, no, never mind. I missed the year. But now two years later, another MVP in Cooper Cup.
0: Well, his, Cup, is, Cup is
1: something, man. Cup is – Cup is Cup, was meant for de- Cup was meant for greatness. He just needed the right quarterback. Goff was not it.
0: Yeah, you know, it was, it was, a, it was an exciting Super Bowl. I, I heard
1: you had quite
0: a Super Bowl party. I, I heard from the grapevine that you had 10 shots of rum
1: yeah at least ten nine good, good rum good chicken no it was a lot
0: of fun it was it, it was it was definitely a lot of fun and you know it's the little things like that friends and listeners is is why why we're Americans you know the super Bowl is as American as apple pie and it's it's a sad state with all this woke bullshit that's really permeated
1: it Woke my ass. Go back to sleep, you fucking idiot. <laughs> See, you always make me fucking laugh. You always, you always make me laugh. This is probably- insult the idiots of the goddamn world. They just think they're better than everyone when they haven't learned a goddamn thing.
0: It's true. It's true. I mean, it, it's it's truly a it, that- it's. It's truly a sad and difficult situation. I mean, where I'm at out here, I'm in the wild west. You know, anything goes. But
1: honestly, I'd rather deal with the freaking wild west shoot offs than the goddamn lefty left in this area.
0: I mean, you see, you you see what happens. You you see all the black the blacks going
1: uh, going nuts, go blind at this point. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely a difficult situation it's difficult for it's difficult for the asians being attacked it, it it's sad it's sad how they how the great city of new york has become i mean la i mean has become the worst well it's not the worst city in america i think la and detroit are
1: i would love to go to la just for a month just for the experience and all that
0: well, you want, you want to see, you want to see uh, illegal Mexicans committing crimes and homeless people shitting on the streets?
1: Well, maybe not that part of L.A., but maybe like the Lakers, boo LeBron, because fuck him, man.
0: You know, that, that's another thing I, I want to talk about today. How one man, how one man destroyed the game of basketball.
1: Destroyed it? He got it so boring, he kept repeating against the Warriors and losing. He got lucky one year, and the dude got demolished.
0: Well, I'm not, I'm not talking from a performance perspective. Oh, I'm... if
1: you're talking about the other side, the other side is just like him sticking his head in a goddamn dumpster. <laughs> Might as well just stick your whole body in a bathtub and I'll throw the toaster in, you fucking idiot.
0: Yeah, I mean, bet- between
1: the kneeling, bet- bet- between the... The, the, the... the stupid. They already happened in fucking football with Kipper crap. Yeah, with uh,
0: Kaepernick, and but betr- between that, between, but I, I think the worst thing is, is that when the, when that brave officer saved that girl's life from being killed, he doxed him on Twitter and basically said said you are next, basically threatening the cop who who is doing his job. You know he he saved the NBA in the early two thousands. But he ruined it now. And now, you know, there there's someone like me who loves sports. But I won't, I won't touch the NBA. I, I I had an offer to go to uh, a basketball game earlier in the year. And I was just like,
1: yeah
0: Because, uh, to be honest, I don't really give a shit anymore. You know, it's, it's just woke. It's the wokeness of the woke. And... I have never no-
1: watched dunk contest I passed out right before it started and then I woke up and I saw the highlights of like this shit was boring
0: yeah you know you're not gonna get Spud Webb dunking anymore you're not gonna get Michael Jordan you're not gonna you know it's it's just it's become a shell of itself and
1: yeah it's kind of kind of sad 2016 will always be the greatest year for my generation at least
0: in that's the NBA you mean? Or the dunk
1: just... contest. the dunk. Oh was, was, was that the Aaron Gordon? The Aaron Gordon versus Levine? Everyone thought Gordon should have won, but Levine got like one or two points over him in the in the last round or the and... last round. They went to so many fucking rounds. that was that was a cool one. I, even, even
0: I, that's when I was big in the NBA in 2016, and you know that was cool. That that was that was great. Those that, that, those were two titans, and you know they did it for America too. They did yeah. it, you know. LeBron, uh, it just, LeBron, LeBron doesn't realize this, but Michael Jordan once said, "Republicans buy sneakers too," and you know, sports should be about united uniting America. You know, whether you're you're black. You're homosexual. You're white. You're Spanish. Chinese. We are all. There's a reason it's called the National Basketball Association. There's a reason it's called the National Football League. You know, we are we are one nation united. And when they play their partisan leftist games over shit that's not even
1: true. It alienates a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Pisses a lot of people off when you don't give them the right type of entertainment. You just give them... I, I don't even know what word to say, but you give them something wrong. Oh, for sure. And it—and it, it's sad. You know, it's its
0: definitely a really sad situation because the, I don't see
1: how the NBA co- comes back. Um, well, the only way for that is if the freaking... These new... Re- Whoever comes in the next ten years of the drafts improves it, makes it look better again. When the the class we've walked retire, and hopefully just they retired.
0: Well, another another thing that I think heard it a lot was Kobe Bryant dying. I, I oh,
1: that still stings. That still stings. You just yeah. had to the news about it unexpectedly, doubt it, and then finally see it in like an hour so that it actually happened
0: you know i still remember where i was i was uh i I don't i I was on my phone i was i think i was with somebody that day and then i I get a a notification on my phone and i I hear um i thought it was like a joke thing i thought like
1: yeah i thought so too
0: i thought somebody hacked the uh, hack like some Twitter server or something but then I I come to find out that he died and his daughter died too and also uh, John Altabelli a notable baseball coach died as well but the thing about Kobe I always liked is he wasn't soft he played the game the right way he he inspired so many people and even though he was black and probably a democrat he
1: was him. He, well, <laughs> not, not like that, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, you know, C- Kobe was Kobe was respectful to everybody. He would he would never disparage his fans. He would never um, he would never threaten a police officer. He he had a certain type of elegance to him, a certain type of class, and he w- he was he was kind of the game's ambassador. You know. And then you, you give it to a woke leftist little bitch like uh, fag, fag Braun Ape James.
1: I mean, doesn't do anything with Braun. He just sits there, bitches for the other players that are bitching to him. And then he just taps out and bitches to the freaking silver in them. Yeah, so
0: silver with his fucking, yeah, fuck silver. I mean... You know, the other the other interesting thing is that Kobe was smart, too. He wasn't like some fucking thug that just got in. I mean, the guy spoke like four different languages. He he spoke um he spoke English, obviously. Well, unlike a, a lot of these hood, hood black kids going straight to the NBA, he spoke Spanish and he spoke Italian. I don't know if you knew that.
1: It's because he went to school in Italy. That's how I. That's how I know. Yeah, he
0: went to school in Italy, and he spoke some. Uh, he, uh, you know, Pau Gasol. Where is Pau Gasol? Spain. So yeah, he's Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: that's just my brain being dumb, but well, a, everyone's got. A, everyone gets a path, I guess. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then he also spoke some Croatian and some, some other things. He was, you know what, he was one of the last. I, I know a very good friend of yours and a friend of mine as well who, who's like this. And I'm not going to mention his name. I don't know if he watches my show. But, you know, he's, Kobe was probably one of the last few respectful liberals. And this guy that I'm talking about, a good buddy of yours, is the same way. Someone that I feel like whenever I'm with him and we talk politics, he, uh, it, it can always be respectful. We we disagree about certain things, me and this guy.
1: there's never a fight. There's never a push and shove. Who's better? Who no, of a he's
0: a great guy. He's one of the. You know, I I always joke around. I I say there's two liberals in the world that I don't want to throw throw off the side of a building,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, this guy is one of them. And he's a great guy. So if you're listening, if you know who you are and you're listening, your name begins with a B, um, know that I'm very thankful for you. And I, I appreciate your kindness and, and hospitality when discussing issues. So thank you, friend. But, you know, Kobe Bryant was like that. And too often, you know, these these respectful liberals here, they're, they're dying out you know and it, it, it's really it's really um turning a lot of people off you know the funny the funny thing is as well you know where to stand on this issue with vladimir putin is it, it, it's kind of tough because you know we we don't want to get involved but you know you can't let putin take everything over so it's interesting but It's just a mess. It is a mess. But, you know, I saw a meme the other day, and I know you love memes. (laughs) So, you know, the meme basically said, Vladimir Putin never called me a racist. Vladimir Putin never called me uh, a white supremacist. Vladimir Putin never called me a a white nationalist. Vladimir Putin never called me transphobic. (laughs)
1: Jesus Christ.
0: But think about that, man. Think about that. As P- Putin is Putin has never done the evils that the, the Democratic Party has done, done to
1: us. No, Putin's like nowhere close to evil. Sucks with this war that he had, that he put for himself.
0: But, yeah. well, something I, I saw this morning that you may find interesting is that a lot of the sites that Putin bombed, were um, United States um, labs? You know, you know how like the vac, the uh, COVID they released from the lab in China. Oh, okay. We apparently had labs in the Ukraine and making what, bio, bio weapons. And what? That's what blew up. Yeah, and apparently, I don't know how, if it's true. I haven't been able to verify it yet, but it's. Um, basically he, he blew up a lot of the, uh, he blew up a lot of the, uh, those labs. So, you know, if if he did, you know, it's a strange situation because obviously I hate Joe Biden. I hate Democrats. I hate the democratic party. I hate the fact that the election was stolen from us. You know, uh,
1: what happened? I saw this somewhere, uh, Just like a couple hours ago, I saw this, but the whole bombing thing happens. You say you're saying now that it was American biolabs, etc., other parts of Ukraine, and then I see that the China and I think Russia or just some other country close to Russia, maybe maybe Ukraine, just point the finger and blame U.S. I heard I'm like, we didn't do anything. (laughs) You. You you just started your own report and then China and freaking this other country point us like it's our fault, bro. We didn't do anything. This is between Putin and Ukraine. Sure, our lefty president probably has his name written somewhere in a document with those idiots, but uh, you know, his son,
0: his son, um, his son has, has billions of dollars. Well, maybe not billions, but millions
1: of dollars, and yeah. Probably all freaking laundered money.
0: Yeah, in the Burisma lab, along with Nancy Pelosi's son, Mitt Romney's son, among others. You know, the swamp is deep, and it's a really, it for me, it's a lose lose scenario because if we win, it's just going to artificially boost Joe Biden's po- polls.
1: Yeah, it's like giving a golf clap out for a fucking hole-in-one when you should be fucking excited. No, not in this case.
0: Yeah, oh, that's a good analogy. I like that. Or if we lose, I mean, it's where, you know, Vladimir Putin possibly will take over the world. So, I I mean, it's a a sad situation. It's a lose-lose situation. And there's only one man... That I feel like could have could have prevented all of this.
1: Hey, Trump, this never would have happened.
0: You know, what? I Trump would
1: have negotiated the,
0: or something. The election with... may have been stolen, but I know that there are some people that voted for Biden, and now look what he's done. Yeah, exactly. Look what you've done. You were sad about mean tweets. You were whining, fucking bitches.
1: It's Twitter. Just get off and go on Instagram. No one cares. I don't. I don't even fucking use Instagram. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe that would
0: help promote the show.
1: But Twitter, probably, probably, tough atmosphere.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 just one of those things. They didn't like the mean tweets. Did you not like being energy independent? Did you not like having no new wars for four years? Like you know, these people are fucking disgusting. And I know, I know you're a big DC guy. Um, um, I know you like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie.
1: Yes, that was a very good movie,
0: and I enjoyed that as well. And You know what? I feel like, I feel like. Uh, when, uh, Arthur, the, the Joker, the, uh, Joaquin Phoenix character yells at Murray, like the, the TV host, um, the, uh, Robert De Niro, who played Robert De Niro, who could go fuck himself by the way, but he yells at Murray, you get what you fucking deserve. And then he, and then he blows his fucking head off. You know, it's, it, it's, it's kind of funny that, you know, the world's gone to shit. And despite the fact, as I said before, the election was stolen, Biden supporters, the leftist media, you know, the world's gone to shit, so they do get what they fucking deserve. It's fucking sad, but it's ironic at the same time. You know, hopefully after all this disaster, that, you know, they
1: appreciate President Trump more, you know? I think the funniest part with this guy is he, he says his speeches, he says he's not going to do what you know, support him. And then before the conference, whatever, the part where they show him signing papers, it's the complete opposite. You could read that shit easily upside down. He he says, I'm not going to sign executive orders. I literally saw the paper, the reading upside down, say executive orders. I'm like, oh,
0: God. (laughs) Interesting thing about that is that, you know, um, as much as I hated Obama, and he was one of the brainchilds of
1: for America.
0: Well, yeah, and, and Spygate as well. But even he, I mean, he was awful, but he wasn't this bad. But even he said, never, never, never doubt Joe's ability to fuck things up.
1: Oh, that, that must have been the biggest fucking lie that he ever said in the white. House. Holy shit. <laughs> and, and, and and you know what? Fuck Obama,
0: but he was right about that. Joe has completely, without a doubt, fucked things up.
1: Hundred percent, help.
0: You know, but I think we 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 hit that mark. So, I, you know, it's it's been an honor, my friend, having you on the show.
1: It's been a pleasure being on the
0: show. I wish we could do more. Well, we, well, you know, I'll bring you back. I'll bring you back on the show, you know, without a doubt. And remember, like we always say, you know the quote?
1: Uh, I might actually have to hear it from you yourself. My sh- my mind, you know. Don't let the globalists win. Never win. Never.
0: God that- damn right, my friend. Thank you for being on.
1: Oh. Dear. <laughs>